Hey guys, welcome back to the Quarantine Podcast. We're excited you've joined us again today. Uh, we're going to have a special guest on uh, today, uh, Joe from uh, Reach North Texas. Um, many of you know her because she's a volunteer in our youth ministry. Um, we're so excited to have her uh, speak with us today. So I'm going to read Psalm 73 um, and have that be uh, verses. I'm going to start in verse 16 and I'm going to read through the end of the chapter. Um, so Psalm 73, 16. But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I discerned their end. Truly you set them in slippery places. You make them fall to ruin. How they are destroyed in a moment, swept away utterly by terrors. Like a dream when one wakes, O Lord, when you rouse yourself, you despise them as phantoms. When my soul was embittered, when I was pricked in heart, I was brutish and ignorant. I was like a beast towards you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail me, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. That's my favorite part. Verse 27, for, be, for behold, those who are far from you shall perish. You put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. Uh, just so much like good stuff to dive into here. Um, but I knew that I had to share this with y'all. Um, when I, when I read that verse 16 at the very beginning, when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. So this, um, I'm just going to look over some of the notes that I've been taking the last few weeks. Um, that this is a Psalm of Asaph, who was like, um, a worship leader and a musician during the time of David and Solomon. Um, and it's just so awesome to see that sometimes his life was really difficult too. Um, historically, we don't really know from all of my study. I don't really know why um, his life is wearisome at this moment or who might have exactly hurt him. Um, but we know that this is one of his darker seasons. And he just feels like, um, like when David writes a lot of the other Psalms, um, it's interesting that anytime they feel like some justice is not being served or when the wicked are prospering, um, that's kind of the tone that this has for me. Um, when we see things that we don't understand, um, just like David's heart, it looks like Asaph's heart, like cried out here as well. Um, is that when I don't know what to do, I go to God. So verse 16, a wearisome task until I went to the sanctuary of God. So my heart leaps at these words because I love my church. I love that like kind of sacred space, holy ground, um, time I get to spend with other believers, um, 
And so there's something truly special about the sanctuary of God. We get to pray. We get to worship together. I just have a strong appreciation for that. Um, but especially during this crazy time, like I don't go to the sanctuary. Um, we have had church, church services either postponed or delayed or canceled. And so my heart just is so at home and still leaps with joy when I think about that because the presence of God is with me all the time that I actually have this sanctuary, this special, amazing place that I can be at with God, my creator, um, the one who knows me best. Um, in my opinion, verses 18 through 22 are like very specific to Asaph's situation. Um, but when he gets to verse 23 and he says, nevertheless, I am continually with you. Um, I began to remember kind of the promises of God that don't provide all the answers, um, but that just promise his presence um, is that he'll be here. I'm actually, I'm sitting in my bedroom and, um, there's a, there's a whiteboard on the back of my bedroom door where I always put like stuff I'm praying about or, um, just stuff that comes to my mind. And the other day I was praying about some stuff and I just felt so deep in my spirit that my God knows my problem. Like he knows, he knows me, he knows my situation and he sees me, um, that I'm not going to have to fight for his attention, not going to have to fight for his care. Um, and so this verse of 20 verse 23, that I am continually with you. I am continually with God. He holds my hand. He guides me with his counsel and ultimately he will receive me to glory. Like I'm not usually the person that dwells on, um, the future so much, like not really worried about what glory might hold. But I love that in this verse and all throughout scripture, it really does seem like God has a big plan in mind, um, that he's either taking care of us or he has already taken care of us. Uh, the fact that we would have to do this alone is absolutely nowhere in scripture. Um, and so by the time you get to verse 25, verses 25 and 26 are like life verses to me. Um, there's a scripture lullaby song, um, that I love. And so I sing this constantly. I feel like that whom have I in heaven, but you, um, not only do I not need anyone else, um, but I don't have anything else. There's nothing else certain. There's nothing else. Sure. Um, there's nothing on earth that I desire besides you. Um, that is a trying to profess something in my life to replace the lies of either being too much or not enough. Um, and that I need all of these things that the world tells me I need. Um, my favorite part about this is that there's nothing on earth I desire besides you. I want to replace my desires with that. Just give me Jesus. Verse 26 says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. There's something really special about that portion for me is that it's never too much and it's never uh, too little. 
Um, it's like he has everything weighed out. Um, if I, if I, if it echoes towards give us this day, our daily bread, like that's the portion of food that I need to eat. And like, God knows that. And God's got that. And he is that portion for me. Um, and then lastly, verse 28, but for me, it is good to be near God. I'm so happy to be near God. Guys, I really hope that you feel that God is near right now. Um, I really hope that you know that he's as close as the next heartbeat. He is as he's closer than a friend, closer than a brother. Um, and that even in all the questions we have, and even in all of the uncertainty and all the pain, um, that we may be experiencing right now, he is near, he is here, um, and he loves us so deeply and desperately. Um, I have made the Lord God my refuge. God, I'm I'm hiding in you today. Father, I just thank you and I praise you that you are that refuge for us. You are this safe harbor and this safe place um, and that you have us. And that you're so, so, so good. Um Father, let us trust you today. And then finally, that verse 28, the prayer of my heart, that I may tell of all your works. Guys, all over social media, in every conversation, um, you're going to find me over the next few days telling of all of God's good works. It's time for me to let go of my fear and to let go of my doubt and to let go of my questions and to dive in to how good God is and exactly what he's done. Um, so if you want to hop on any, if you follow me on Instagram, um, I'm just going to be doing like some prayers every day in my stories, um, and sharing absolutely a hundred percent uplifting, um, stuff that I think our souls need. Um, and also if we can find each other on Spotify, um, I have several worship playlists going, um, because that's what I think that's what my heart needs. When I worry, I'm either in the word or I'm worshiping. Um, and that's how I'm going to get through this season. I am thinking about y'all and I am praying for y'all and, um, I just wish you all the best and hopefully I can make some more of these little podcasts and share them with AJ soon. So have a good night, you guys.